You're listening to The Best Possible Taste with Sharon Noonan. Sponsored by thetaste.ie. Voted Ireland's best online food and drink magazine. Good evening and thanks for joining me here on this week's Best Possible Taste. I'm Sharon Noonan and on tonight's show we're getting set for this weekend's Taste of Dublin which starts on Thursday and runs until Sunday in the beautiful Ivy Gardens in Dublin. I'll be talking to organisers Avril Bannerton and Helen Cook about the lineup of chefs, restaurants, masterclasses, producers and what else there is to look forward to. Brian McCarthy from Green's Restaurant and Cask in Cork is one of the chefs participating this year and I met Brian in the glorious sunshine last week ahead of his residency at Ballinwillen House in Mitchellstown and Lizzie Lyons from Lizzie's Little Kitchen in Listowel and Ballybunion in County Kerry is also doing a demo and we'll hear from Lizzie later in the programme. If at any point you'd like to get in touch with me here on the show, you can drop me an email to s.noonan at live.ie or tweet me at Queen of Org, as in Queen of Organisation. So to start the show off tonight, it's time to get in the mood and start planning for Taste of Dublin, which starts this Thursday and runs until this Sunday, the 17th of June, which is also Father's Day. On the line now, we have Avril Bannerton and Helen Cook to tell us all about this year's programme. Bon appétit. Yummy. Grubs up. Delicious. Mmm. Avril and Helen, you're both very welcome to the best possible taste. Only a few days now until the fabulous Taste of Dublin. And this year you have you have a very interesting theme, Avril. Just tell us what that is. Right. Well, this year we're going to play with food, Sharon. <laughs> so it's all about fun. It's your 13th year. And um, this is really what we just decided to do. And we spoke to a lot of our stakeholders and, and restaurateurs and chefs. And we, on the back of that, we decided to create a really sort of interesting sort of lineup of, of um, dishes. So, you know, you have some restaurants doing sort of a, you know, a cone and some of them are doing a pick and mix, you know, and obviously in the form of a dish. You have Jaipur doing actually a really, really lovely dish. Uh, it's a pink, it's um, it's all pink for the weekend. And it's um, supporting really their um, cause, which really is based on the especially curated dishes telling the story of women who pioneered, inspired and fought for their causes in India and it's all pink themed which is really lovely so that's going to be a lot of fun but um, all of the restaurants, there's 20 in total, um, all will be doing something really really different and we have a massive vegan influence as well this year which Helen will talk to you about um, later on in the interview. What I love about Taste of Dublin whenever it comes to the restaurants is that it really challenges your taste buds and you're not committed to a big meal of one particular dish. You can get little tastings from lots of different places and often they have very unusual ingredients there, unusual dishes that you might not have tasted before. So it's a great opportunity to really challenge yourself. Yeah, absolutely. And that's what's really lovely about taste. And every day, every year we sort of, you know, focus on different flavours, you know, and different styles. So this year, for instance, we have flavours of Korea coming. We've obviously got the pink cuisine, as I mentioned. We've got actually the big green egg who will be focusing all on the outdoor cooking and doing very a lot of masterclasses and tastings around different different types of foods. But that's just lovely. Everything is in almost tapas style. It's almost as if you're in San Sebastian and you graze around the venue and it gives you a really nice opportunity to visit, um, I suppose, lots of restaurants that maybe 
Um, you haven't maybe popped into for some time or maybe some of the newer ones. I mean, Lover's Alley is a new restaurant in Dublin and they will be visiting Taste um, as a visiting restaurant on the Sunday, actually, Sharon, which I think the day, but you're probably hopefully going to be with us this year. Um, so we've, yeah, it's really lovely from that perspective. And we also watch match my wines with the foods. So we have O'Brien's doing um, wine matchings with all of the um, restaurants, which is really good. You said there about it being the 13th year. It must be really challenging to sit down every year to come up with new and innovative ideas to always add to the programme. So, for example, the big green egg that you mentioned there is a new addition for this year. Do you really engage in serious brainstorming sessions with your team to come up with new and novel ideas? Yeah, absolutely. What we do, um, we research an awful lot. We look to see, really, we, we speak to a lot of our own, um, I suppose, customers for feedback. Um, we ask them maybe what they've really enjoyed and what they've maybe missed over the years. And then we also research other venues and we look at up-and-coming trends. And Helen, who will be sort of partaking in an interview shortly, will, that, a lot of her work is based on, on research. So, for instance, Korea, um, big, big thing for us this year, we're obviously focusing on the whole Korean cuisine. We're focusing in on vegan, which has become extremely popular. It's it's uh, obviously it's 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 a new big fad. We will be um, as I said playing with food, and then we've got the barbecue um, outing, which with the big green egg, which would be really lovely and unusual at taste. It has actually hasn't featured before, so they'll do everything from demonstrating preparing beautifully cooked tender meats stir fries, stews, pizzas, and even just delicate desserts. So it's just, it's, it's all fresco, really, um, a taste and all out. So a lot of new, you know, as I said, we're constantly researching, always looking to see how we can actually mix it up and how we can provide the best experiences. We have over 150 masterclasses. We have, obviously, 20 restaurants. We have over 60 dishes. And we have a huge lineup of entertainment and chefs over the weekend. We've got about 30, 29 chefs appearing at Taste. Um, some of them who obviously are very well known to us, Rachel Allen, Kevin Dunn and Ross Lewis. Visiting this year, we have Hugh Ferling Wishing still. And we also have Candice Brown of the Great British Bake Off and Robin Gill, who will also be our um, who's our master chef, judge and restaurateur. So really nice lineup of, of chefs, a really lovely restaurant lineup. And this new this year, we have Neff, who will have a big, big taste kitchen of taste. They'll also have a producer's table, which will obviously um, encourage a lot of the local producers to have some Q&As with the audience. We'll also have t- cocktail masterclasses and coffee masterclasses, wine tasting experiences and over 60 producers and lots of live entertainment. So a lot happening and four days of fun and um, as you know, Ivy Gardens is totally accessible. I mean, it's, you know, especially with the whole transport connection now in Dublin, you can rock up on the train off for lunch or dinner and, you know, stay for four hours, have a really good evening or afternoon and head back down again. We're very, we're only within five minutes distance from Stevens Green. So again, great venue, great lineup. And um, I think given the long winter as well, Sharon, 
everyone is going to be looking forward to just making the most of the sunshine and the good weather that we've had and experienced over the last while. And I'd imagine with an event of this scale, you're on weather watch all the time, even in the run up to the event because of the build up and everything, because you're on site, you know, a week or two in advance doing the build up and then, you know, you have to do the build down as well. So although it is essential or it certainly does help an event, if you have the weather that we're having at the moment for those four days, it also helps whenever you're doing the prep and and the post work as absolutely. well. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. We've started building in Ivy Gardens. We started on Tuesday and it's 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 fantastic to have the you know, the dry dryness is very important for us now again, saying that, you know, we're very well if in the event of any rain which we can get in this country, um, the venue is very well covered. But um yeah, no, the long term forecast is actually looking quite nice. Um it's actually better for us not to have it too hot because people, you know, like to have a nice um I suppose, you know, sort of they like to experience the food. So it's it's better when it's, you know, around eighteen, nineteen degrees and, and, and you know, not, not, not too hot. But um the forecast at the moment is looking really, really nice for, for the four days. So um and I think everyone's probably had their fill of the beaches now and barbecues and they're looking for something a little bit different to go to. So um, this uh, will be hopefully a very, very, very busy. And as always, we usually sell out, but we always keep tickets available at the gate for people that obviously want to arrive on the day as well. Fantastic. Well, you've you've given us a bit of an insight there into the chef talent that's there the four days. I'm going to move to Helen now because, Helen, you look after the coordination of the chef talent and booking the chefs who come from all over the world. And Avril has given a few ideas there as to who we can expect to see. Whenever it comes to organising and booking those chefs, there must be a lot of emails going back and forth, I would imagine. Yeah, yeah, there is. There's quite a lot. Like I would actually start um, booking in all of the talent for Taste of Dublin usually um, before Christmas, actually. So I usually start in in around November um, for especially for bringing in somebody from the UK. Um, if we're bringing in like quite quite a big starry celebrity chef, so their schedules would be months and months in advance. So we'd always need to start those negotiations and back and forth quite early um, because they might have filming commitments, you know, they might have, you know, TV, they might be on the road doing something. So um, that's when we start. And then I would start engaging with the Irish chefs from about January or February onwards. So, yeah, it's a big, big logistical um, operation that we do to bring in so many chefs from all over. I would imagine because it is such an impressive event that is so well established now that you have chefs banging down your door saying, can I come and do a demo? We actually do. Yeah, we do. Um, We always get lots of inquiries in from chefs to come and be involved. And that's always one of the more difficult parts of my job then is to try and juggle all of the chefs and, and to get them on all of our various different stages. So every year, the, the kind of stages... Um, the content and the number vary depending on what our sponsors are bringing. So this year, for example, we have four different um, demo stages. Um, we have the um, Big Green Egg, as, as Avril just spoke about, which is all going to be outdoor cooking. We have the Neff Taste Kitchen, which is our main demo space. Um, then alongside of that, as part of that, then we're doing the producer's table this year, which gives um, small artisan producers and chefs who champion them the chance to sit down with food writer Dee Laffin and just talk about their story, um, how they got to, you know, 
produce this food product, why why they chose that, and then also the chefs talking about why they work with certain food producers and why they champion Irish ingredients. And then finally, we have a fourth stage this year, which is a little bit of fun to tie in with the Food Lovers Playground. It's called um, the Lazy Basics um, with uh, Simon Lamont. And that's going to be 20-minute, really fun, irreverent uh, cooking kind of hacks. Um, Stuff like um, how to cook with yogurt, like how to cook the perfect rice, um, how to make the perfect taco, um, how to sharpen your knife properly. So it's all little fun tips and tricks and hacks to help you in the kitchen. Um, and you can just pop in for 20 minutes, learn a new skill, and then go about go about your day. Yeah. Simon Lamont will be well known to listeners because he had the TV show on TV3, I think it was, The Lazy Chef. He is Irish, yes. but he's based in, in England. That's right. Yes, yes. So he's a young Irish guy. Um, he's based in London. Um, his one of his big things is is all seafood and oysters. So he does lots of oyster pop ups in London. And he said, yeah, he'd be well known to to Irish foodies through his TV program, The Lazy Chef. So he's doing a version of that with us then, which is called The Lazy Basics as I said. So bringing it right back down to just simple things in the kitchen, having fun, um, chefing and cooking doesn't always have to be very highbrow and technical. You know what I mean? Sometimes it's good to learn how to do one small thing and do it well, even if that's how to cook the perfect pot of rice. I think it's great to see so many Irish chefs that are based overseas that come back for this event. We were talking there about Simon Lamont, but Robin Gill as well, who who is from, uh, he's from Ireland originally and has a fabulous, he's a number of businesses in, in London and if people haven't experienced his fabulous food over there, they might have come across him at other events such as Litfest or maybe on the TV. He was a judge on MasterChef Ireland, the celebrity one, a year or two ago. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so we, yeah, we're very proud of the fact that we we do always fly home a number of Irish chefs every year from abroad. Um, and Robin now is one that has been coming to us for the last few years, and we're delighted to have him. You know, his restaurant, the Dairy in Clapham in London, is is frequently voted one of the best restaurants in London. Um, so he really is top of his game. And as you said, if, if you can't get to London, um, he does do actually a number of pop-ups, Sharon. Um, he's, he's working a little bit with Airfield in Dundrum now in Dublin, um, I believe. And he has done a number of kind of pop-up dinners with them. And I think there's more to come. So, yeah, so, you know, I suppose with, with um, you know, flying back and forth, you know, between Ireland and the UK being so easy now, like a lot of these chefs do still do some work in Dublin. Um, but some of them are, of course, based in London, which I suppose is the food capital of the world. But I mean, we're very quickly catching up. There's no doubt about that. Um, even Andy McFadden moving back, I think, to Dublin um, is a big coup for the city. Um, he's a Michelin star chef in London um, with his restaurant, Pied de Terre, L'Autre Pied. Um, and he's now in Glover Valley in Dublin. And as Avril mentioned, they'll be with us on the Sunday at the pop-up restaurant. But also Andy will be doing a demo um, with his head chef, Philly Rowe, on the Sunday. And then their pastry chef, Aoife Noonan, which is, she's a fantastic, young, dynamic pastry chef. She'll be doing demo on the Sunday as well. So great to see that, you know, the times are changing and some of these chefs that maybe one time had to go abroad to find work or, you know, can now find that they can come home to Dublin and do really amazing fine dining here in the city and in Ireland. 
Absolutely. And it's just great to see them all together, concentrated in one yeah. area. So whenever Sunday is over and finished, you're not over and finished because you have another event coming up that you're going to tell us about before we finish up. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So I suppose the um, <laughs> there's never a dull moment in in the life of um, events. So as you said correctly, as soon as we're finished Taste of Dublin, we'll be moving into um, preparing for Groove Festival, which is happening on the 7th and 8th of July in the spectacular Kilrudery House and Gardens in Bray in County Wicklow. Um, so Groove is, is a family-focused music um, festival. So we have lots of really exciting bands playing, like the Fun Love and Criminals, Riptide Movement, Stunning, Heather Small from M People, Something Happens, just to name but a few. Um, so lots of really great music, but we also pride ourselves on having lots of um, entertainment for the kiddies as well. So we encourage like all families, the summer holidays are just starting, to um, hop on the dart or drive down to Kilruddery and we have lots of entertainment, um, we've puppet shows, we've science shows, we've arts and crafts, we've outdoor activities with Helen Back. There's lots and lots for the family to do and then great bands for for mummy and daddy as well. <laughs> the, the perfect weekend. The perfect weekend, yeah, the perfect way to kickstart the summer. So we're very excited that once we said we've taste done that we can move forward with Groove and welcome everybody then to Bray in July. Fantastic. Well, this weekend is Taste of Dublin. It starts this Thursday until Sunday. Sunday is Father's Day, so it's a very family friendly session there. It'll be the quickest four hours of your life, I find. It, it, goes, <laughs> it goes by in a heartbeat. So what tips do you have for people that are coming up to it? OK, well, my top tips would be to um, just plan ahead. Um, so there's a couple of different ways that you can do that. Um, there will be a guide, a free guide to Taste of Dublin in the Sunday Independent Life magazine um, that would have come out on the 10th of June. So if you still have a copy of that, you can um, have a look, um, see the restaurants that are there, see the different chefs that are on and kind of maybe plan your day. Also, all of our schedules, Sharon and timetables are all up on the website right now. So we encourage everyone to go there, go to the day that you're coming, see who's on, note the time they're on. And also, um, please avail of our free show guide booklets, which um, you can get on the way into the event. You can pick up a lovely booklet. And again, that lists out all of the dishes that you can try. Um, it has all of the chef times and all of the music times on there. And as you said, it is a quick four hours. But what I would always encourage people to do is go to at least one demo, um, try one masterclass, and have at least two dishes, have a drink and have a dance. And I think if you do all of that in four hours, you're doing well. Uh, you certainly are. <laughs> Just in summary, um, they uh, over the four days, we have the launch day featuring the Best in Taste Awards on the Thursday. Style Afternoon brought to you by Connacht Gold on the Friday afternoon, which is obviously a really lovely thing to do. It's a lovely day to dress up and win a prize and have fun. And we have Family Afternoon Sharon on the Saturday and Sunday. Afternoons brought to you by Fruit Juice. So lots of face painting, creative, inspirational games and sampling and lots of free demos um, for the children. And we have our World Class Bartender of the Year Awards taking place this year. It's the final heats of the competition and it will be hosted in Ivy Gardens on Sunday evening. 
So a lot, a lot happening. Um, but as Helen said, if you can get in the dance and the boogie and all the fun, uh, you know, it's it's not just all play. Taste up and we'll, you know, we'll educate, we'll inspire, and um, also give um, our, I suppose, customers a really, really good day out and keep on top of our game as we do every year. So um, to get tickets, taste of Dublin.ie, and tickets are available from fifteen euros. So there's 150 master classes. There's wine matching, wine tasting. Yeah. There's 20 restaurants, 60 dishes, cocktail master classes. And as I said, it'd be the quickest four hours of your life. It is. All teamed yeah. up with music. That's Taste of Dublin this Thursday until Sunday in Ivy Gardens. Thanks so much, Helen and Avril, for telling Thank us you. about it Thank you. Thanks evening. so much, Sharon. Thanks, Sharon. You're listening to The Best Possible Taste with Sharon Noonan. Sponsored by thetaste.ie. Voted Ireland's best online food and drink magazine. Welcome back to The Best Possible Taste. I'm Sharon Noonan and just before the break I was talking to Avril Bannerton and Helen Cook about this year's Taste of Dublin which starts this Thursday the 14th of June until Sunday the 17th. Check out tasteofdublin.ie for all the details. If you missed that and you're just tuning in, you can catch up on Best Possible Taste on West Limerick 102FM when it's repeated on Wednesday mornings at 8am. The podcasts are available to listen to on SharonNoonan.com as well as iTunes and the podcast app and it's also on the taste.ie website. Voted Ireland's best online digital food and drink magazine. Still to come tonight, we'll be hearing from Lizzie Lyons of Lizzie's Little Kitchen in Listowel, who is doing a demo at this year's Taste of Dublin. In the meantime, my next guest is award-winning chef Brian McCarthy from Green's Restaurant in Cork, Cask and Bow Boy. Brian is taking his wares to Taste of Dublin this week and last weekend he took up residency at Ballin Willen House in Mitchellstown, County Cork. I met him in County Cork last week in the glorious sunshine for a catch-up. Bon appétit. Yummy. Grubs up. Delicious. Mmm. Brian, you have a busy couple of weeks coming up this weekend. You're in Ballinwillen House, I believe. I am, yes. I'm going down to do the Old Butter Roads Festival with Pat and Miriam Mulcahy in Ballinwillen House. Really looking forward to it. You must be spoilt whenever it comes to collaboration with somebody like Ballinwillen because of all the fabulous products that they have there. Oh, yeah, totally. You know, when when you meet a, a producer, a, a farmer and, you know, an artisan like, like Pat you always appreciate the amount of hard work and that goes into everything um i've done a bit of i've done a bit of pig farming myself in the past and uh it, it's hard work and uh you know getting value out of those products and making sure they get to their customer in in the best condition it, it it's a labor of love and you have a lot of choice of what to do on on the menus on friday and saturday at ball and willem because you can draw from your bow boy place in cork as well as greens tell us a bit about the menu and what you're cooking on friday night um so on friday on friday night we're we're going to do a a, a bow bun which is a, a taiwanese steamed burger kind of more like a bap than a bun um, and we're going to use some pulled wild boar shoulder in it with a couple of uh, Asian-inspired twists and ingredients to make it a bit spicy and, and fresh. And uh, we're also going to do a, a, a black pudding one with some egg, a bit more, bit more into the breakfasty kind of area. That's very popular with Ballon William. Um, 
And then we're going to do a deep fried one with ice cream that's uh, kind of like a twist on a donut. And of course they'll all be washed down with wines from Chateau Mulcahy, which is Ballinwillen's vineyard in Hungary that a lot of people might not be aware of. That's right. Um, we're going to be using the, the rosé and uh, I'm really looking forward to that actually. You'll hopefully get a little taste oh, whenever you're in the I, kitchen. I would say definitely we, we'll be getting a little taste anyway. Then on Saturday, it's Chef a... Chef mo- seasoning. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> yeah. On Saturday evening, it's a more formal aware. It's a very exclusive long table dinner for just around 14 guests. Yes, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be very much in the style of what we do in Greens with um, some small snacks to start with. And then we're going to do a, a wild boar starter to where we're going to utilize uh, the pudding and also the belly. And we're going to pair it with some local apple and cider, which is very similar to what we do in greens. And then we're going to go on to the Ballon William venison for the main course, where we're going to use it with some Kilbrack vegetables from over the road in Donneril and some Ballyhora mushrooms from just up here in the Ballyhora mountains. And finish it off then with some lovely uh, bush peas West Cork strawberries. And I believe you've been foraging for some elderflower. Yeah, we're, we're going we're to serve the strawberries with elderflower. When, when it's elderflower season, elderflower and strawberry is like a match made in heaven. Well, I think it is definitely worth making the trip to Cork to go to Green's restaurant, but not everybody's able to do that. And they will be happy to know that you're going to be in Dublin for Taste of Dublin this year. Yes, um, we did We did two days last year and uh, thankfully they invited us back again this year and uh, we're, we're going to go for the four days. So anybody who has not made it down to, to sample Green's in Cork, then we're popping up in Dublin for... The, the weekend of the 14th to the 17th. And tell us what's on the menu there because it's like the little tasting bites size yeah, type dishes. We're, we're, we're going to be using some Goatsbridge trout and trout roe and we're going to have our, our famous braised beef dish and the same strawberry dessert that we're doing here in Ballon William we're going to have that in a, in a little glass format that people can carry around with them. All sounds fabulously delicious. It is going to be it's going to be a fantastic weekend, I think. You're a great advocate for using locally sourced in-season ingredients. Yes, I, I'm very passionate about that. I think that that if you're going to use something on your menu, the best time to use it is is when it's in season and that it has as little food miles as possible. So you're getting it at its freshest and at its best, and at its optimal time of the year to use it. And uh, then the cooking bit is easy. Well, some people might not agree with that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there's a little bit of work goes into it, I suppose. I'm very interested in finding out where your passion for cooking came from, because I overheard you telling a story to somebody there about some chefs that were working in in a garden. Um, Yeah, so the... the the way that that uh that I kind of came came to cooking was through my West Cork background of, of a working farm where everything came from the farm and watching my grandparents you know harvesting preparing and using and storing for the winter their own fruits and vegetables and be it for uh, livestock as well and uh to my dad's a horticulturist so that, you know I was brought up with growing your own as a as a, a very firm staple in in our diet, and then you know being from a, a very touristy area, the when when a, a, a local family opened a, a very good restaurant, the two very good chefs come down from Dublin to run it, and I got a part time summer job there, 
I spent most of my time in the kitchen going, what's that? What's this? Can I taste that? <laughs> and I suppose that's where I, the first time I saw really, really, really fine cuisine using really good ingredients. And uh, it was different to what was being done in the area. And that was kind of like what ignited my passion for cooking, as well as the the early childhood introduction to produce and where it comes from and the quality of it when you do it yourself. You have four small children yourself, so you're introducing them to produce all the time. How is that going? Because I have two small ones myself and people expect them to um, eat and trout caviar and all sorts of fabulous things. Well, Although I have to say my seven-year-old is very passionate about the wild boar salami from Ballinwillen. Well, I have to admit that, that, that like most parents, we have the same exact same problems trying to get them to eat anything. You disguise it, you tell them that it's something that it isn't, uh, you put it in pasta. <laughs> um, yeah, that they, they, they can be adventurous. We, we, were, we were on holidays recently in, in, in Marrakesh in Morocco and the, they, they did eat some couscous and a few different things that they mightn't have experienced before. And, um, you know, they had pastilla and a few other kind of things that would be uh, sort of with Moroccan cuisine. And um, they love the lamb. There was lamb sausages for breakfast and they loved them. So there's always, it's always a, a, a trouble to get children to try new things. But sometimes put it in front of them and don't tell them what it is and see what they do can be a good thing. And I, I know that when, I know that when they, when they see my dad digging potatoes out of the grounds or carrots or everything, they're fascinated by that and they're then more inclined to eat them afterwards. So, you know, that's something that, that we've just started on uh, on our house, which we moved into in the last 18 months, and that's something we're going to hopefully do is to, to grow a small few bits and things or keep a few chickens or something like that and just introduce them to that side of, of nature and where your things don't come from a supermarket shelf, they actually, they actually grow and live and have to be looked after. And that's where it comes from. Of course, it would be a great Father's Day gift if they would eat everything that you set in front of them every single day, but that's not going to happen in most households. And you're doing a lovely Father's Day lunch at Greens on Sunday, the 17th of June. Yeah, we're we're doing a we're doing a, a special menu for for Father's Day. Um, kind of, it's a it's a very dad orientated menu, and. Uh, we're we're hoping that people will really enjoy it, and we're we've teamed up with um with Teeling Whiskey, and there, there's a couple of prizes and a couple of competitions and a weekend in Cork to be won and stuff like that, and uh, we're we're hoping it'll be a, a great success. Fantastic! If people want to find out more about that, where's the best place for them to go? Uh, our Facebook page, definitely. Greens Restaurant. <laughs> Greens Restaurant. So. Well, it's been lovely to talk to you. You're going to have a busy Father's Day yourself, I presume, up in Dublin at Taste of Dublin. So enjoy that. Thank you very much. And happy Father's Day for Sunday the 17th. Thank you very much. Cheers, Sharon. You're listening to The Best Possible Taste with Sharon Noonan. Sponsored by thetaste.ie. Voted Ireland's best online food and drink magazine. Welcome back to The Best Possible Taste. I'm Sharon Noonan and just before the break, award-winning chef Brian McCarthy from Green's Restaurant in Cork, Cask and Bowboy was talking to me in the glorious sunshine in County Cork ahead of his residency at Ballinwillen House in County Cork. Pat and Miriam McCahey, who own Ballinwillen House and Farm, hosted a weekend of events with Brian, which included wine tastings and a work-life balance session with food writer Aoife Michael Wayne, and that 
was to celebrate the old butter roads. And Pat revealed his newly designed garden, which has specific areas dedicated to mindfulness, forgiveness and meditation. A fabulous venue which hosts various different retreats to enable guests to get away from it all. Visit ballinwillinhouse.com. If you're just tuning in and you missed my chat with Brian McCarthy, you can catch up on Best Possible Taste on West Limerick 102 FM when it's repeated on Wednesday mornings at 8am and the podcasts are available to listen to on SharonNoonan.com as well as iTunes and the podcast app and it's also on the taste.ie website, Voted Ireland's best online digital food and drink magazine. Now, earlier in the programme, we were talking to Avril Bannerton and Helen Cook about this year's Taste of Dublin. Kerry's Lizzie Lyons is on the demo programme and what a busy lady she is with her Sunday AM cookery slot, her most recent appearance being last Sunday. And she's also opened up a new bigger premises in Ballybunion or Ballybahamas, as she likes to call it. In January, I caught up with Lizzie and because she is so busy at the moment, we weren't able to get her on the show tonight but let's have a listen to our interview from earlier this year bon appetit yummy grubs up delicious mm. happy new year to you lizzie many happy returns here i'd say you're flat out busy here in the cafe in listool with all your nutritious tasty healthy food yeah we've had a busy start to january um we've been very busy people are kick-starting their new year healthy and um, they're very much conscious about what they're eating Uh, so we've introduced another couple of uh, new healthy options onto the menu Uh, we change them weekly so today now we have a lovely persian stew and we've done it with some saffron and cinnamon Um, we've bolted up with some lentils so lots of protein in there and we're serving it with some dill yogurt and some toasted sunflower seeds so we're always recreating new dishes and introducing new ideas and 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 new ingredients into the menu and that's really important and people really like that and they really appreciate it when you put the effort in so it's been a very very busy start to january for us and we've exciting exciting times ahead of us in 2018 i think one of the usps here in the cafe is that you have the old favorites there like the seafood chowder is on regularly and the different salads but you always have a few different surprises there yeah we do we have probably two or three surprises every week Um, we always have our salad of the day Um, we do that with roasted sweet potato and beetroot they're prepped every morning fresh a little bit of feta cheese and some candied nuts and really nice mixed leaves but today we have on a lovely falafel salad so we've mini falafels and we're doing that um, vegan and I've made a really really lovely um, avocado and a pomegranate uh, dressing with it it's a vegan dish so it's dairy free and really good for those as well who want to be full want to be a good full so loads of protein in the chickpea there again and again um, dairy free and gluten free so we have that on and we have lovely brisket of beef which I cooked up on TV3 during the year and uh, we serve that in a really nice brioche bun with some seared pineapple and O'Brien's cheddar cheese and we do it with our own apple slaw on the side so that's another one on today and and just to be really, really, really healthy and give it a really good kickstart, we started our smoothies. Oh, wow. Okay. Tell us what's in your smoothies. Um, so we have four different types. Um, we're using raw beetroot, raw celery, raw carrot, raw apple. Um, we're doing a shot of spirulina on the side with it. So you can add your spirulina into it just to... Um, 
balance the pH in your body. Spirulina is great for that. We've turmeric. You can add a little um, shot of turmeric into it, again, just for information and great for this time of year. We've lots of ginger in there as well with this horrible, nasty Aussie flu going around. Another way to kill all the germs inside. And um, we're doing those dairy-free. Um, we're adding some coconut yogurt into it. And obviously for those who want a bit of dairy and another little bit of protein, we're using some Glenisk natural yogurt so they're really nice and really good way to start the year and uh, by god they keep you full because I've had a couple you're very vegetarian friendly and vegan friendly and dairy free friendly and lactose intolerant like people that who have dietary special dietary requirements are always very welcome here yeah exceptionally yeah very much so because I experienced it during the summer myself I unfortunately have um, RA and I really needed to look after myself so for three months I was dairy and gluten and um, meat free so I was a vegan for three months um, until I regained strength and I my health came around again so I was so I'm so aware of how difficult it is to eat out um, if you have all those intolerances and I'm so aware of people who do have them what they go through when they have them because I've had it myself um, so I would always um, go outside the box and I would always go that extra mile to cater for people um, who've taken the time to come and visit us in the stole and um, are spending their money with us um, it's a great honor to to look after people and you know to provide a service people are there to to come and meet you to eat in your restaurant and the least we can do is do our very very best to look after them well let's talk a bit about suppliers because you mentioned o'brien's cheese there and you're very much about supporting local suppliers yeah i suppose well where i started i started in the stole farmers market and i was very much supported by local people so i think um, in turn it's always been one of my key um, ethos in the business is to support locally as much as I can. Uh, people in Kerry, in North Kerry, in Stowell, Ballybunion have been very, very good to me and for that I'll never forget it. So I use as much local products products as possible. So um, I have Zebby Lawler, he lives up in um, Drummond Hill and he grows the most beautiful organic vegetables and beautiful mixed greens so they'll be coming around again in April he does some lovely golden beetroot and uh, red beetroot um, we use O'Brien's cheese of course, um, we get our free range eggs from Tournafulla, they're absolutely beautiful they look like little clouds when you poach them um, our sausage meat comes from Rigney's Farm down in Currachase and I had the good fortune of meeting Caroline when I did the farmer's market and uh, she's a good friend and her integrity with food and her product is second to none so that's what I always look for um, Aidan in the farmer's market he is from Castle Gregory so we stock his beetroot and carrot juices as well and um, I would always go down there on a Friday to, to get his beautiful Castle Gregory carrots and uh, when you pick them up the sand is falling off and then they're the most beautiful carrots that you would ever taste and they're beautiful when they're roasted or even in a soup or in a salad and um, I remember I did this piece for RTE in, in Dublin and it was all about healthy eating and educating children on where vegetables came from and how how they were grown and you know how good they are for us and I, I went to the market on the Friday I was going up on the Sunday or Monday and I went to the, the, to the market and I said hey, and keep me the dirtiest carrots that you have don't wash them because I need them so I brought them up to Dublin and you'd be amazed like 
the kids didn't know how carrots were grown and they were absolutely mesmerised by the sand falling off the carrots and I had the opportunity to explain to them that the carrots were grown in Ireland and they were grown in Kerry and they were grown near the beach and this is why the sand is on them and you know it's really nice it's lovely to be able to educate people and um, to, to support our own and to support Irish and to support Kerry You're a bit of a TV personality now with your RT appearances there and you're on Sunday AM every month that's on TV3 Yeah it's nearly two years now it's coming up to, to TV3 what a brilliant opportunity and experience it's been I've made great old buddies up there they're exceptionally good to me and they look after me when I go up and they're very kind to me and um, I really enjoy it um, the first couple of times of course the legs were knocking underneath the table just as well people couldn't see it because they were knocking um, but now I'm fairly comfortable and confident in what I'm doing and you know I, I really enjoy it and it makes it so much easier because the people up there are so nice but it's a fantastic opportunity and a great platform for me and um, I'm very grateful to have it and uh, grateful for the opportunity and the experience There's one particular presenter there in Sunday AM who is all also a Hollywood actor, Mr. Simon Delaney, and he was down in Listowel last year for the food festival. And the two of you opened it together. You were a bit of a double act up in your flow gas demo kitchen. Yeah, that's right. We landed on with the flow gas, and Simon landed down from Dublin, and we had a great night. Um, we opened the food fair, the Listowel food fair, together. Um, he's he's a good friend, and um, he's a really good person, and I think we're very much alike. <laughs> mad for the crack and um, you know uh, I suppose we enjoy food as well we don't take we don't think take things too seriously if you have a good product and you know what to do with your food then you know you're uh, you're on a winning street and uh, Simon is very much into his food and and has great interest in it and has great interest when you go to Dublin and you tell him what you're cooking and sure he's always mad to get an old taste Um, but yeah we've struck up a bit of an an alliance will we say and um, we're delighted uh, he'll be coming down um, during the year to do a little event here in Lizzie's Little Kitchen and we're really looking forward to it and uh, it'll be a bit of I suppose a bit of theatrics food theatrics I would say between the two of us but um, yeah he's he's great to bounce off and um, he, he's, a good, he's a good guy and he has a cookbook out Will you get the name right now? Because if he's listening, he won't be happy if you don't get it right. (laughs) I think it might be called Simple Simon. (laughs) No, it's definitely Simply Simon's The Diner's Cookbook. (laughs) That's right. I'm just uh, blackguarding. Um, I I like to have the owl dig at him. But yeah, it's a lovely little cookbook. It's based on American dining and based on when he was over in in America working. And he said that he would work all hours of the morning and uh, the diner was the place, the one place that he could go where he knew he would he'd be able to get food because he was finishing it all hours of the morning and uh, he was all over the place so he really enjoyed that food and that's where he took his inspiration from to write this book but it's a lovely book and he has his own his own twist on things his own Irish twist on things and uh, when he comes down um, I'm going to have him with a little cravat and a blue shirt on him doing the whole American dining experience. <laughs> I hope he's listening to hear that. I hope so too. <laughs> <laughs> well, one of the things that he said at the opening night of the Listowel Food Fair was about your sausage rolls, which you make with Caroline Rigney's um, pork sausage meat. And he said that every doctor should be prescribing them. He just loves them. <laughs> yeah, they really, they really enjoy them above, as does everyone that comes in here. But I suppose it's a, a treat for them when you land up on a Sunday 
Sunday morning and particularly during the winter and you're chomping into a nice puff pastry sausage roll with caramelised red onion chutney and some really nice little seeds on top and a little bit of a little bit of sea salt so I was trying to do an M&S ad there but it didn't work Marks and Spencer's it's not just a sausage roll it's Lizzie's little sausage roll yeah he absolutely adores those so he does and the the cookery demos you're doing a lot of those now you're getting out and about because you have you're a flow gas ambassador so they have given you a demo kitchen a mobile demo kitchen yeah, so I'm delighted to be a Flow Gas ambassador and they've been very good in providing me with a beautiful demo kit and so I can go out on the road and do some demos and some lovely recipe booklets as well. So the next one is in Listow Library. Um, I'm doing that on the 14th of January and I'll be doing it in the evening and um, I'll just be demoing some really nice healthy easy to cook dishes that are great for this time of year with the flus and with all our little nasty bugs going around and um, then I am in Ballybunion on the 14th of February in the library out there so it's a whole um, new concept that uh, Kerry County Council have initiated and it's to promote healthy eating and healthy cooking and I'm delighted to be part of it it's really it's a great honour because you had a pop-up out in Ballybunion whenever you, you were in the market before you had your permanent place here in Listowel and there was, there was a great grow for your foot out in Ballybunion. Yeah, we did. Um, we still we still have Ballybunion. We reopened it in April. Uh, we did very well out there for the last two years. We're delighted to, to be up and running again in April and there was a great grow for it and you know people appreciate when you put the effort in and you have integrity about what you're putting out and um, yeah, we did very well in Ballybunion bunion and it was a brilliant start to our little business and uh, um, onwards and upwards and just to finish up then the supper clubs that you know you're doing a special event with Simon Delaney Simon Delaney you started supper clubs last year so every month you open on a Saturday night and depending on the time of year it could be tapas for example yeah so um, for the winter months now um, we are doing a supper club so the food changes slightly you know it's um, it's far more comforting and warming and a bit more substantial because we need a bit substantial for the cold that's around at the moment and the whole supper experience is about thinking about being at home with your family and your friends and sitting down and enjoying wine and beautiful dinner but not having the hassle of making it so it's a very relaxed environment with some lovely live musicians in the background they pick some really nice jazz music soothing so you can just envisage it in your head the lights are low and we've lovely candles and we have our winter settings on and um, the feedback from it has been absolutely amazing they fill up within two hours or maybe three hours of going out we promote them on Facebook and internally in the restaurants um, so they are they're a really great dining experience and um, it's it's really nice um, a, a lovely lovely evening to be part of even though I'm working I still enjoy it so much the music and I stand at the kitchen and I look out and I go wow I would love to be sitting down in the middle of that and enjoying it because it is a different experience and I think we as restauranteurs and as catering people we should always be thinking outside the box we should always be going that extra mile for our customers we should always be thinking on our feet and recreating ourselves and giving back to the customers 
giving them a new experience, a new dining experience, a new food experience. When people come in and they say that they would never have looked at roasted buckwheat or pomegranate molasses in their life before they came in, it's it's really, really nice. And you feel like you're engaging with your customer and you're you're, you're teaching them. You're, you're letting them enjoy new food, a new experience. And um, that's why I absolutely share and love what I do. And you can tell by the way you talk about it, the passion is there in your voice. And if people want to find out more about the restaurant and the different events, where's the best place for them to go? All our information um, is up on um, our Facebook and our Instagram posts. Um, we up- I update them on a daily basis with new um recipes and new menus that are on in the restaurant and we're currently in the process of um, designing a website so that we get further information on that and we'll be able to update that as well on a weekly basis. Um, All of that is in tow and as soon as the website is up and running I will have all the information up on Facebook. And you'll let me know. And as sure as eggs are eggs, Sharon, I will let you know. (laughs) Fantastic. Listen, thanks so much for talking to me and continued success in 2018. Thanks very much. Bon appétit. Yummy. Grubs up. Delicious. Mmm. And that was Lizzie Lyons from Lizzie's Little Kitchen in Listowel and Ballybunion, County Kerry, talking to me in January. And Lizzie is doing a demo this Sunday at Taste of Dublin. You'll find her in the Neff Demo Kitchen at 12.30pm. So do go along and see her in action if you're there. Now, before we go, some news from the Blossnerin Irish Food Awards. Based on the huge success of the 2017 Backyard at Bloss events, they're taking it out onto the road. And that's a dedicated space for producers to meet their industry colleagues, gain knowledge and find support for their business. Now, they have two events coming up. They're on the 26th and 27th of June. One of them is called Pressing Needs, and that's at the Seamus Ennis Centre in the Knoll, County Dublin. And the other one is at the Airfield Estate on the 27th of June. That's distribution and logistics, how to get your foot in the door at home and abroad. Pre-booking is required. Places are limited. So get on to the irishfoodawards.com website for all the details and to book online. And that brings us to the end of tonight's programme. Thanks again to all of this evening's guests, Avril Bannerton, Helen Cook, Brian McCarthy and Lizzie Lyons. Thanks to you for listening and don't forget to get in touch with your food and drink news, recipes and events. Email me on s.noonan at live.ie. Until next time, bon appétit. Thanks for listening to The Best Possible Taste with Sharon Noonan. Sponsored by thetaste.ie, voted Ireland's best online food and drink magazine. To get in touch with the best possible taste, email Sharon at SharonNoonan.com or tweet Sharon at Queen of Org, as in Queen of Organisation. Bon appétit.